0: Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 13th of May. Latest trends from the Karnataka Assembly election show the Congress Party making significant gains with wins in nine constituencies. The party is currently leading as of 3 pm in 125 seats, according to the Election Commission of India. The ongoing counting of votes today. Is seen as a crucial test for both the Congress and the BJP ahead of the 2024 Lok Sabha polls. Early celebrations erupted at the Congress headquarters in Bangalore and Delhi as the victory seemed within reach. The BJP is currently leading in about 60 seats, while JDSs is leading in 22 seats. The counting is taking place at 36 centres across the state, with a total of 2,615 candidates in the fray. The current government's term is set to end on 24 May 2023. In other updates, the BJP state president, Nalin Kumar Katil, has accepted the election verdict and said that the party will review the reason for the defeat and prepare for the 2024 polls. Former Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy also accepted the defeat and said that he will continue the good fight and work to strengthen JDSS's presence on the ground. Meanwhile, Congress leader Siddharth son expressed his desire for his father to become the chief minister. The party's state chief. T.K. Shivkumar shed tears while expressing happiness over his party's comfortable victory. The Congress has called for a meeting of its newly elected members to decide the next steps for forming the government. In the Jalandhar Lok Sabha poll, AAP candidate Shashil Rinku has marched ahead, establishing a significant win over his rivals. Punjab Congress chief Amrinder Singh Raja Varing gracefully accepted defeat in Jalandhar Lok Sabha bypoll today and extended his congratulations to the Ahmadmi Party and its candidate Sushil Rinku. According to the latest trends available on the Election Commission website, Rinku was leading with a substantial margin of 58,430 votes over his closest rival, Congress candidate Karamjit Kaur Chaudhary. The by was triggered by the vacancy left after the unfortunate passing of Karamjit Kaur's husband and former Congress MP Santok Singh Chaudhary earlier this year. Listeners, the media industry is changing around the world. Many are forced to close due to a failing business model, some under government pressure and some are acquired by moguls who intend to masquerade propaganda as journalism. The Indian media ecosystem too is under pressure, with news organisations facing legal cases and government scrutiny. A new series of reports, commentaries and videos will explore these issues. Help us tell these stories by contributing to the Press Freedom Fund. The deadline is 31st of May. We're able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only Rs rupees a month. In a positive development, Pakistani authorities have released 198 Indian fishermen who were held in custody for alleged illegal fishing in Pakistani waters. The prisoners were handed over to India at the Waga border after their release from the Malir jail in Karachi. The release of the fishermen comes after efforts made by E.D. Welfare Trust, which is responsible for facilitating the transportation of fishermen from Karachi to Lahore, where they were transferred to Indian authorities. Tragically, two Indian fishermen, Muhammad Zulfikar and Soma Deva, lost their life due to illness during their time in custody. The bodies of the deceased have been temporarily placed in the Edi Foundation mortuary until arrangements can be made for their repatriation to India. Saeed Baloch, General Secretary of the Pakistan Fisherfolk Forum, expressed sympathy for the Indian fishermen and highlighted their plight. Baloch emphasised that many of them spent several years in jail before getting a chance to return home and said, and I quote, The sad part is that some of them even end up spending seven to eight years in jail. Unquote. Under the terms agreed upon between the government of Pakistan and India, an additional 200 Indian fishermen will be released on 2nd of June, Followed by another 100 on 3rd of July. This reciprocal gesture is hoped to pave the way for the eventual repatriation of approximately 200 Pakistani fishermen currently held in Indian jails. Rajasthan's former Deputy Chief Minister Sachin Pilot today has recommenced his foot march against corruption and government recruitment exam paper leaks in the state from Dudu town located in Jaipur district. The march, known as the Jan Sangharsh Yatra, will cover a distance of 125 kilometers from Ajmer to Jaipur and has garnered significant support from his followers. The five-day yatra serves as a means to exert pressure on the Congress leadership and Chief Minister Sho Gelo, particularly with the impending Assembly election later this year. Alongside the challenge of anti-incumbency, the party is grappling with internal conflicts within the State Unit. This march follows Chief Minister Gheilot's recent accusation against the MLAs involved in the 2020 revolt, alleging their involvement with the BJP and dubious financial transactions. The power struggle between Sachin Pilot and Ashok Ghelot arose from differing aspirations for the chief ministerial position when the Congress formed the government in 2018. Imran Khan, the former Prime Minister of Pakistan, has finally returned to his residence in Islamabad following a protracted standoff with authorities. This development comes after the Islamabad High Court granted Khan protective bail for two weeks in a corruption case, effectively safeguarding him from arrest until Monday. The court's decision came as a relief to Khan, who had faced mounting legal challenges in recent times. However, Khan's journey back home was not without hurdles. Prior to his departure for Lahore, he was detained by the Islamabad police at the court premises for over three hours, purportedly due to security concerns. This led to a tense standoff between Khan and the authorities. Nonetheless, upon his arrival at his residence, Khan was greeted with jubilation by his supporters. The scenes of celebration were captured on video by Khan's party, Pakistan Tehreek-e-Insaf, illustrating enthusiasm in support of his followers. The arrest of Imran Khan earlier in the week had sparked widespread unrest throughout Pakistan, resulting in casualties and significant damage to military and state installations. The clashes led to a reported death toll of 10, according to police figures, while the PTI claims that 40 of its workers lost their lives due to firing by security personnel. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.